0: Welcome to Rockstock Channel. It is Friday, November 4th, and we're very happy to have for the first time Jean-Sebastien Lavalier, the CEO of Critical Elements. We've had your colleague and chairman, uh, Eric Zonsherb, interviewed on many panels over the years, and I've seen him do a number of these other interviews. But uh, Critical Elements had very substantial news this week in essentially getting fully permitted in quebec a project that i've been aware of for i don't know over 10 or 12 years this is a lithium 1.0 story the rose project that you've been involved with js i think um since inception you could talk a little bit about you know the management team but it tweeted that you're one of the best kept secrets and lithium, uh, unlike others out there that promote a lot, uh, you've been pretty quiet. I'm a shareholder. We're an advisor to Critical Elements. I've come to know some of your other shareholders. You've had a, a very loyal shareholder base. You raised a bit of money late last year. I think around this time, $30 million, you know, plus after getting your federal permit over the summer. But the stock has had some permit fatigue, you know, for the past 14 months because we thought the uh, provincial permit, given Quebec is so favorable a <laughs> jurisdiction, you thought we would have had it, you know, a lot sooner than we did. But you did get it over the line, and that's major news this week. So there are very few projects that are fully permitted, and you're a plain vanilla hard rock project. And there's been a narrative um, shift uh, or back to conventional, you know, hard rock stories. If I look at the scoreboard, you're number 18 among the developers, uh, but increasingly rising on the scoreboard have been, you know, hard rock spajmines. So we've called this, you've, um, you've sealed the permit, you know, and seal has that great song, you know, kiss, keep it simple, stupid, you know, from the Rose kiss from the Rose is the, uh, the title of vodcast and rodney's here we're both going to kind of raise some questions to kind of go through it but let, let's just start with the project the project has it's a spot plain vanilla spodgine project that has you know 357 to 400 billion dollars capex and you are now in a position to get that fully funded uh in construction you know and in production before 2025 so let's kind of discuss the project and you know the path to to realize that means software dream if you own your own rock you're god according to uh, chris ellison of mineral resources so uh, js take it away um you know and, and just introduce yourself a little bit about and then you know the project
1: yeah but i think you introduced myself already but you know just to remind people i'm a geologist by training and coming from mining family been involved with critical since the discovery of the project late 2009 uh, been working uh, on all the development, uh, initiating the permitting uh, process where we filed the EIS. Uh, That's been a long process. And this week we received a certificate of authorization by uh, the provincial and COMEX. That was a major milestone. Our goal is really to, let's say, bring a strategic partner in the project financing where uh, we'll receive a, a significant amount of equity part of the CAPEX uh, to build a project and exchange, it will receive offtake for vitamin. So that's a discussion that is ongoing. But now that we have the uh, certificate of authorization and the approval by the federal, we will be able to
0: really to accelerate this
1: discussion for the project financing.
0: So that's great. And we definitely want to go into how you're going to, you know, the the, the thought process and how you're going to do the financing and the fact that you have uh, been waiting for this permit, the final permit for some 14 months after the federal permit uh, at a time when spodumene and broad, the chemical prices have been rising aggressively and there's been an increased kind of like panic and desperation on the side of off-takers. I imagine your phone has been ringing off the hook, you know, and you, you, you ha- your dialogues have been able to advance to a, a relatively mature phase, but unlike your peers, You've not signed any offtakes. You own one hundred percent of your project. you have really just been you know waiting um, to get this to be in in the appropriate uh, position to negotiate these. But th- you tell us about the project. You know you I think you're very uh, you know undervalued relative to your NPV relative to your peers. But could you explain how that is? what 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 are the project economics, how much you're going to produce? and uh and we'll put up a slide a couple of slides from your deck um as you walk through that
1: yeah mainly if we look at the economic the the economics are from the study that we released in june then filed the, the technical report in july uh we're looking at the capex of 357 million us so many were looking for 400 million uh, us to build a project and the NPV after tax eight percent is about one point nine billion dollars US uh, with IR of eighty two percent. So all that is based on a chemical grade mean price of twenty five hundred dollars uh, six percent up to twenty thirty, then uh, fifteen hundred sixty onward uh, for the let's say for the rest of the production. So it's pretty strong economics. We plan to produce about one hundred seventy. 3,000 tons of chemical grade, 5.5 per year, and about 51,000 tons of technical grade, uh, 6% for the specialized glass and ceramic industry, plus a byproduct of tantalum. uh, It's about 200,000 pounds a year that will be produced in terms of tantalum.
0: Okay, so that's uh, between the uh, chemical grade and technical grade, it's about 75% chemical grade um, and 25%, you know, for the glass and ceramics market.
2: js our, our latest forecast pricing deck for spodgeman concentrate 6% at any rate is, is above your feasibility study numbers. So we would probably see higher IRRs and, and EBITDA than you've had. But with that said, do you think there's been any shift in construction and, and CAPEX cost versus your feasibility study estimates?
1: But the study is pretty recent. Uh, let's say we release it in June. All the quotation for the equipment were up to date. Uh, what we're seeing is some kind of stabilization in the equipment cost. and we're seeing also a lot of the large project of construction being slowing down. Uh, so le- yes, labor cost going up, but the interpreter cost seems to go down a bit. So I, I'm not seeing a big difference between the number uh, we put out in June uh, versus today. Maybe a slight increase, but that, you know, at the end, we're looking for $400 million. Uh, That is already a bit more than what we have in the capex for the study. So we should be well covered with it.
2: Okay, great. So then on that basis, then we would come out with a higher NPV than where you are now, given our deck. Our deck is a a bit higher in a long term. I've just upgraded now to, to just over 2,000 a ton. And you said 1560, I think, past 2030.
1: Yes, we use 1560 uh, past in 2030.
2: In terms of market timing, obviously, it couldn't be better to be moving the project forward. In your discussions, if you could sort of give the listeners an idea, what in your mind would be an ideal a partner from a a partner or an offtake partner? What would that look like, and and what would you be looking from them, if anything, as far as technical skills? Is it all just uh, you know funding for the for capex in one form or another? Well,
1: I, the first important point: we need a partner that will have a line of interest with us. So that's why it's important, you know, not just for the project financing, but to have a partner that will. Let's invest a significant amount of equity in a project. That that's important to make sure we're aligned on the development. Uh, then, you know, if, if a partner can also bring some technical uh, background, technical expertise, that's another another important point that we're looking. We're focusing more on North American uh, partners and European mar- partner uh, for the development. And if someone can also bring, let's say, expertise for uh, downstream project, uh, that's also some advantage that we're looking but the, the first criteria is to make sure that partner is aligned with an investment in the company and in
0: order to get an off day. You're focused on producing spodumene and that's the, the feasibility study and that's what you're looking to finance but the story of critical elements has always been one of optionality and you have a feasibility. You, you've built uh, pilot plants, I think for carbonate, you know, you've tested hydroxide with Metsu Odutech, which, um, you know, is a process some of your, your peers have also done, but in terms of optionality, you, you're, you're saying, you mentioned a partner, a partner wants to bring in, you want a partner, you know, to have bring in cash at, at, a, at a project level I guess how many partners, how many customers do you think you know you, you might have? Like, is it possible that you could have two or three funders uh, and then sell you know the bulk uh, of your product you know to them, uh, you know almost exclusively with getting market prices? But at least, like, security of supply is is critical. Again, there are very few projects that have a hundred percent offtake to give. I would think you could have more than one partner. Uh, you know to fund the whole project
1: yeah like you know we we kept the optionality since the beginning that was a very key element waiting the permit before entering any offtake uh that's the way we plan to fund the project uh yes like just because we'll produce different material or different specification in terms of spot mean, plus the 10 we will, will probably have more than one partner as the bulk of the volume is a chemical grade, uh, we're mainly looking for maximum, let's say we'll say two partner uh, for the chemical grade, ideally one, um, more than two is difficult in our opinion. Um, you know, it's not just straight off-take, it's off-take with investment. So uh, we think one partner for chemical, probably one or two for technical grade, then in terms of volume for the 10 long will be
0: probably one partner or one off taker for that material. But but if the the partners, if you have one partner for the chemical grade from a financing partner point of view, are you also contemplating they would take all of, one or two would take all of the offtake or would they finance like 100% of the equity and get 50% of the offtake so you still have some other offtake to be able to sell on the open market or to to other customers? I don't want to go too much in detail, uh, (laughs) as I I can, Uh,
1: but let's say we're, we always been working to keep like flexibility and option open. That, That I will say that our focus is to get one large partner that will fund a good portion of the equity maybe all, you know, I don't, I cannot go into all details and, you know, until we finalize an agreement, we we don't know yet exactly, but uh, the objective is to make sure we're getting, you know, a significant part of the equity uh, to minimize dilution for our shareholder and and bring much value possible.
2: And just Jace, I mean, in terms of a question, you possibly could tackle, the technical, the technical grade spodumene market is often overlooked, but it's a key one, and there are very few people that meet that spec with the low iron. Um, okay. Is it possible that you would sign independent offtake contracts because that is such a specialist market that you would do a separate deal just for the the technical grade into the, you know, into those markets? Okay.
1: The, let's say the end users of that material are completely different. So yes, that will be a completely different uh, off-takers. Um, so yes, it's fully possible. The market is so tight that you know I can see that there is probably group that will be interested, even if it's technical and they have to pay higher price to take it. So let's see, because there, there there's no material um, and having that volume you know that that's fifty thousand tons six percent so you if you put that into let's say 5.5 that is more the, the the common uh grade for chemical it's another that will bring us to two hundred forty thousand tons if we go for full 5.5 uh that means twenty five thousand lce so yes there, there's interest there, there's optionality like we mentioned before we, we have all the option uh open and we are keeping it open until we finalize that strategic partnership.
0: This is like largely the glass market, the Gorilla Glass. And, and that particular market, Albemarle is, is essentially through Greenbushes has a monopoly. Right. You know, so people don't know this that much about this market. Companies like Corning, Asahi in Japan saint-jobin i think are, are are big glass companies people think of lithium they think of the chemicals they think of the auto oems and the like but it's these uh, specialty you know glass that's in a lot of you know the same applications that the batteries are but very few companies can tap into that and, and then the pricing in that market has always been a premium could you talk about the pricing of that so when we see 7700 SE6 equivalent as the last, you know, Pilbara BMX bid, you know, what price would that mean for, you know, your your technical grade for the glass market?
1: Yeah, the pricing for tech grade uh, market is linked to the carbonate price, mainly um, because the, you know, the, the the users can use carbonate price, but they way prefer to use sparring concentrate because there's already the mix with the sand, with the silicate, the somerubesium in it. Um, so, they way prefer spotamine, but as there is no spotamine available uh, with the specification need, that means less than 0.2% iron content, uh, they can replace it by lithium carbonate. So, if they replace it by lithium carbonate, that means that the price is linked to that um, ratio. So, if you put that ratio from carbonate to uh, spotamine concentrate, you need to apply, let's say, the uh, conversion that is, let's use by example, eight time, eight tons of concentrate for one tons of carbonate. So you just divide the price of uh, carbonate by eight, then you will get your tech grade uh, price. You can apply a small discount if you want, but that's, that's mainly the, the way uh, you make the math for pricing for tech grade. Okay,
0: so, so carbonate prices are pushing 80,000 divide by eight, technical grade will trade at 10,000 when SC6 is trading at close to eight thousand, so you know a, a, a twenty to twenty-five percent premium.
1: But that's that's the ratio with carbon price, and that's the ratio
0: we use on the DFS for the, uh, the tech study. That's the market. Okay, so that that's that's very attractive. So when you look at the one seventy-three thousand chemical grade, it, it it's probably right to convert it the way you did to two hundred and forty thousand. You know. equivalent, which is, you know, 25,000 tons, I guess, LCE. So anyhow, okay, go ahead, Rodney. I mean, this is just the the basic project that we've always said, you know, 20,000 tons for 20 years, you know, in Spodumene, you have companies like Core, uh, which have a much shorter mine life than you have, you know, and they have north of 2 billion market cap. You're sitting here, you know, at a 300 million, you know, market cap. So that, that for listeners here, who are familiar with core or familiar with Sigma and have seen those re-ratings again, you, you've been a quiet off the radar name, but there's lots of opportunities on our archaic equity scoreboard, not financial advice and the like, but we haven't spoken about critical elements for months because of this kind of just overhang on the permit. If you didn't get the permit, it was kind of like, okay, there's a lot of potential downside, but now you got the permit um, and the market needs to, uh, get educated, you know, about it, uh, but also not to worry so much about, um, you know, equity overhang, um, you know, from a dilution point of view, like you raised, how much did you raise last year and how much money do you have now?
1: We raised about 30 million in December 21. Uh, We have close to 25 million. In the bank right now,
0: so- twenty-five million in the bank. So you have plenty of time to wait to get, you know, an appropriate valuation in these offtake negotiations. I mean, you're you're, you're trading at you know thirty percent of your NPV just for this project. And Rodney is going to ask some questions about your exploration upside because there's lots of um, Quebec exploration companies that you know have been making good hits, and and the, the market's giving you zero value for that. Um, but there's no to anyone kind of like watching this or anyone who you've spoken to, you know, on Bay Street, you know, since this news came out, you know, there's no imminent, you know, bought deal just because you got this permit um, or any type of financing. You have you waited 13 years. You have waited this long. You've been very judicious and and not issuing too much equity. Um, and you're pretty much done. You have a lean team. You don't have a lot of um, cash burn. So uh, you know you're you're in the catbird seat. I think as a, a to negotiate over the next few months, you know an appropriate deal. But the but but in, inevitably, an auto OEM or anybody looking to negotiate a deal with you is going to look at your public equity price and say, well, okay, that's the market's telling you know valuing this. Like, how do you deal with that negotiation um, from a valuation point of view? Um, when talking with them? If they invest at a project level, you want to get a significant premium or much closer to NPV than, than where you're trading. How does that dynamic work?
1: Well, that just answer the first question. No, we're not going to do any deal right now in terms of raising equity. We have the, the money we need to achieve what we have to do. The focus next step is really to get the strategic partnership uh, we have the money to go up to there uh, to advance the detail engineering and do all the work we need to do to be ready for the construction. So there is no deal. Um, then our job right now is really to make sure that people knows uh, the story and to close that gap uh, versus let's say uh, market value versus NAV value. We need to train that gap. Uh, but in the meantime, the, the valuation let's say in terms of discussion. As I mentioned before, the market is very tight, Uh, there's a real need for security of supply, and there's a value uh, in that project. Um, If we need to wait a bit longer to get the right deal, we'll wait. Well, you mentioned we've been doing that work for 12 years, 13 years now to develop the project. We're probably one of the only one in North America that have the authorization to move forward for, for the construction. So we'll, we'll work to close that gap and we're confident we'll, we'll get the right uh, partner with the right price for shareholder.
2: Jay, okay, just one thing I was going to ask in terms of the mix of the funding, we've just had the IRA announced in the US and and you know EV tax credits and some, the 45s, all the tax dispensations and benefits. Is there any? Prospect of Quebec or the Canadian government giving some kind of soft funding or a grant or what have you to?
1: We'll see. There's a lot of things that changed. I will say over the last couple of weeks uh, in Canada uh, with the different announcement we heard uh, about, like some different investment. Uh, we're hearing that there will be some possible funding uh, mechanisms. The nice thing in Quebec, we have local institutions that are really supportive and I'm sure you saw like all the announcement in Quebec with uh, the the Provincial and uh, the Battery Hub in the Concours, and we saw the large companies coming and building plans there. Um, I'm sure there will be, uh, let's say, some program available, but at this point, we're not focusing on, let's say, putting our focus on it, but we're evaluating all these
0: programs. I mean to use the US example Albemarle you know is very far from being permitted in North Carolina to restart their Kings Mountain mine but the US government wrote them a 150 million dollar grant of free money okay for a project of a similar capex as as your project so like, I'm just wondering to level the playing field, you know, uh, is the Quebec government, is the federal government going to start writing, you know, grants, low interest loans, or, you know, investment tax credits, like on the CapEx side, it, it, this 48C and 45X, which we've talked about on Rockstock Channel, uh, you know, could lower, you know, the, the CapEx by like 30%, you know, and 10%. So I know there there's there's been movement over the last few weeks, I'm seeing I saw the you know they're they're forcing China to disinvest. You know from three small lithium companies. You know those are sticks. Uh, are the carrots coming?
1: Yeah, but you know we're <laughs> we're hearing that there's let's say different credit uh, that will be put in place for that's a critical de- minerals development. Uh, still, these things are really new, so we need to review all these uh, program. Uh, there's already program for exploration for critical minerals where there's more credit. Um, looking at let's say what Biden administration just did, we we all hope that the federal will do the same here in Canada. Um, so we're evaluating these things right now. But.
0: How how will you finance the debt absent soft loans from the government? Like what what percentage you know of debt and what type of debt could you do a streaming deal a prepay like what what are you thinking about the non-equity side? But we're looking
1: like 50-50 debt equity, uh, maybe a bit more in debt. That. that will depend on the terms for the offtake. You know, if there's floor price, if there's uh, take or pay in the offtake, that will give us, let's say, more flexibility in terms of the debt. Um, there's also, let's say, support institution in Quebec and in Canada, where we can also get them involved let's say, in the syndicate. Uh, we're in different discussion. I cannot go too far in this, that like work at what I can say on these discussion. Uh, but we have several options on the table for for the debt.
0: We've seen socgen Gen, Societe Generale, uh, you know, have a five percent loan deal with Sigma and BNP Paribas. Similarly, five percent, you know, loan deal with Pilbara. Is is that the type of? structure that you're you're talking about and interest rates have risen since those deals were struck so maybe the interest yeah. rate is higher but is that the type of traditional project finance loans that you're you're talking about
1: yeah that's more the type we're looking like a traditional loan uh for project uh, even there's other possibility we we're keeping like we've done for everything all the option open um then it's really when we'll get final partnership uh that we will be able really to finalize and put all the piece of the puzzle together uh, we're trying to work all that in parallel to make sure you know it will be let's let's say it will be easy to put the the, the puzzle in place um so that's a lot of things to be managed at the same time but uh yeah that's more likely uh the, the route we're looking um can also be let's say a strategic loan. That, that there's different different things we're looking. You mentioned uh, we're not going to look at royalty or stream. It's it's expensive, and then that kind of market, there's no reason to go with that kind of funding. Um, prepayment will, but you know, prepayment is interesting, uh, but I put that on the balance sheet. So it, when you do prepayment, you need to be fully funded at the same time. So any everything need to be. Put together, in uh, sync time. We're not is not saying we're close to it or open to it. That that's that can be part of a structure.
0: There are several structures that we can okay. work. Okay, but you, you said strategic loan. We saw Ford lending three hundred billion to uh, Aussie to to Town. So uh, not going to ask for more detail. But but that sounds like that could be one of the the options as as well.
1: But if we're seeing it with
0: others i'm not you know why not exactly exactly <laughs> ford ford is starving you know for feed so everyone is starving you know so it it very very exciting to watch this play out because there are very few like lion town is still years away you are months away from like what's your timeline to actually finalize this financing assuming the equity um, rises to the appropriate place, or, or you know, the, the terms of the offtake are, you know, to your liking. What, what's realistic to finalize it and you know start putting shovels in the ground, and then but what's the that, path to production?
1: That, let's say the target to put shovels in the ground is in the spring. We're talking about let's say April time, meaning going for. Uh, cutting the trees and stripping the overburdens in order to be ready in the summer to pour concrete and put the building up. So, if we want to go in the April time, that means that we we have objectively, let's say, the, the objective is to get everything in place by the end of first quarter in terms of project financing. Um, that we're looking at different step on it. Let's say strategic and that. Then, if we need to do a, a small equity raise, but maybe maybe there will be no equity raise, but it will depend on, on that first step of strategic. Uh, so if we want to attach all that to be ready for the construction in the spring, let's say the, the site preparation, we need to close that by the end of first quarter. Uh, it might happen before because that'd been active uh, since long time in terms of uh, you know, having discussion and uh, working with different strategic but the the objective you know to get that done uh by the first quarter and the first quarter but we're not in the meantime like in a rush to do it Um, i understand being patient we've been patient so we'll make sure we do the right deal yeah
0: might you consider there's a number of like unfunded kind of merchant you know, converters in Europe like uh, GALP and NorthVolt that that have these plans on the drawing board, but they don't have any Spodumene. I mean, would, are you focused on just financing Spodumene and selling it like as soon as you can into the current market? Or could you partner with one of these groups and then possibly take some equity stake like Pilbara, you know, has done with POSCO, you know, in a downstream hydroxide, converter in Europe or the US
1: we're flexible
0: um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the the first step you know in order to be able to do conversion you need to get spotamine so that the, it's always been our focus to build a mine and produce spotamine uh, we've done a lot of work on conversion uh, you know to to get let's say uh, a, a good understanding of our mean concentrate, also to to test it, to understand the process, to control, let's say, have a good control of the process. We've did an engineering study, but like I, like we we mentioned publicly and it's it, it's not like there's no decision taken at this point. The focus is the Rose project, building the mine, producing spartamine. We want to start by walking before we run depending on the strategic partnership we're not close to going into conversion at some point, uh, but we cannot commit to it now. Um, because that it, it being a decision that been take let's say uh, 2013 14 that we will go with a two phase approach right now that's a, a one phase for the moment, because that decision is not taken but. um we want to control the risk that's very important so financial and execution risk uh we saw the project having like big problem building two large plants so we think building a mine is already a big project we'll do it and then when we are generating cash flow oh, everything's possible um we, we talk about exploration assets before that's you know, to, to, to go into a, a conversion plan uh, that, that, that's a big investment, and you need to get enough supply to supply that plant for at least 25, 30 years. So, so that,
2: that's, that sort of leads into my next question, Jace, is you've got a, a substantial, you know, a extensive drilling exploration program. I think it's 25,000 meters. Uh, yep. And it, I, I, I've always thought that there's very prospective ground around Rose. So that I guess the question is, if if you find something substantial and a new resource, then you know what what would be the next steps to be allowed to mine that? What, what would you have to change? Because that, of course, could then give you the feed to do you know different and more bigger things.
1: Yeah, but exactly. I think more reserve, or let's say resource or reserve, um, will then give us. Again, uh, more optionality, so then that can lead for that decision at some point. But f- like w- we need to drill it first. But that program, you know we start in the summer, we've done a small portion of it uh, that should accelerate in the winter as the access is way easier, it's more effective, it's more cost effective. Um, but we have planned to drill for the extension of let's say, of rows. Uh, then also at Lamar, where we got in the past with uh, some drill holes uh, that one of the uh, company that optioned the project in the past drilled, let's say, very good interest out there with, with our grade and rows, I will say. Uh, so that's that's one of you know, the very interesting uh, project that we want to drill. It's probably the one that we focus the most to donate initial resource. And also, you said that like a few weeks ago, we announced some results of a very, not a very ex- extensive program, surface program we've done, but we, we kind of visit some target that were developed with Gold spot, where we find new showing with lithium or the association lithium and lump cesium. So it's very interesting. One of them is right west of the Masco-Wabushi project. Um, and we, we have a trend of... Two kilometers with different value there that we need to revisit. That, but it's pretty exciting to, to, you know, that with very minimum amount of work done there. And in terms of surface exploration, we already identify uh, that sector, plus we expand this, the, the trend at Lamar. Uh, but yes, uh, it's in line with what you're saying in terms of going into conversion. If we can develop more resource that can at some point justify to enter that uh, step.
2: So what, what would you need to go through in order to expand production? Would you need an adjusted permit or what would you what would be required? Oh, uh, you mean to increase capacity?
1: Yeah. Uh, you, you, apply, you apply for uh, an adjusted permit, but don't worry, it's not as long. It should not be as long as it's been for, for the you know, once <laughs> once
2: you're in once you're in production, it's always a lot easier. But I'm just saying you would need to make some change.
1: Yes, but in the meantime, look, the the Lamar project is west of Wabushi, so that may be a, another pro, a completely separate project. You know? So it's difficult to say it uh, today, what it will be exactly, we need to do the study, but let's, let's start by getting the drill
2: turning on it and get
1: the resource and we'll see after.
2: When I look at the slide deck and, and what have you, is there seems to be a lot of infrastructure available near rose so would it be fair to say that you could expand production with you know with not having to you know re-spend on quite a lot of of the infrastructure that you you put in now yes because look if we let's say if we expand rose in terms of capacity in
1: future if we let's say expand the reserve and find new zone at rose there will be no change in terms of the the office or the garage or uh, the the power there is no change the the capacity of the crusher is mainly already there with that that, that design if we increase uh, we can maybe depending on the ore as we will have flotation line for for the rose material uh, we can maybe just add a DMS line then we can float the fine after there there is different options so having airport road power line uh, you know there the Having all these infrastructure is saving already a lot of money uh, in the project, and that will help for future.
2: I, I did see in your slide deck, you're hoping for 2024. So is it fair to say that the end of Q1 is, is kind of the where you need to be for FRD?
1: Yeah, the let's say end of 2024 will be starting to produce a few times. Uh, will be more like in the commissioning ramping up at that point. So, yes, there will be a few tons and tweak and some like ramping up,
2: but Your construction uh, 20, period is, is, is how long, roughly? Uh, it's roughly 20-21 months. Okay,
0: so if
1: we start so in tw- so tw- the 2025,
0: be- real revenues and 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 full um capacity, ramping to full capacity. Uh, assuming you know you get funded in in Q one, um, you know so uh, you know, I, I think there should be the only uncertainty uh, in my mind of of your getting full funding is whether or not you're willing to to fund it <laughs> or to 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 accept the, the the terms based on where you know the, the the stock is right like you hold the cards basically to you're in the catbird seat. There, there's no desperation whatsoever. And again, just, I think we could wrap it up pretty pretty close here. I mean, you're a 300 or so million US market cap that's been relatively quiet. You've plotted along, you know, not super fancy, you know, but, but plain vanilla, conventional wisdom, you know, keep it simple, stupid, right? You know, it is... You know, the, the spodumene software, the market is in desperate need for spodumene units. And there's very few permitted, you know, near-term producers, you know, a, a, of product. And now you finally got the green light. The provincial government has essentially said, you're, you know, after North American lithium restart, you know, you're next in line. And Livent, in their quarterly call two days ago, was very upbeat about Namaska. Like they finally gave some detail about that. So that's three projects that are advancing, you know, quite rapidly to be in production 2020 in North American Lithium's case next year, you know, in your case, starting in 24 into 25. And I think uh, Liven said they're aiming for 25, 26 as well. You know, so, so the dream of Quebec rocks, you know, the tailwind is here. Um, And yeah, critical elements, you know, Albemarle used to have these charts, it takes whatever 15 years to get a mine, you know, from exploration into production. Well, you're in year what, 13 or 12, you know, so it, it perfectly fits that. But if you think about it, you know, an investor who's looking at you for the first time, and the purpose of this video is in part to attract. Those first-time investors who uh, say, "Okay, well, what value is is still there? What should we focus on? Risk-reward valuation, you know, probability permitting, you know, it's not DLE, it's not Clay, it's it's been done before. You're you're not DMS, you are flotation, but flotation is used at Pilbara. Where else is flotation used? Um, Mount Marion. Oh, there's some um,
1: there's some flotation at uh, North American Lithium too.
0: And North American lithium also okay. So it's not. I mean, we like DMS only, but DMS only. You know, there's some waste associated with that. Your recoveries and are what?
1: Uh, We're at eighty-seven percent recoveries uh, for five point five percent grade. Uh, very low mica. Like uh, we, we didn't talk about it, but the purity profile of the ore. You know, we talk about very low iron content in the ore, but the fact that we have very low amount of mica also lead to high recovery uh Ousting rock like the, the pegmatite or and pernise pernise is a similar composition. You know, aluminum silicate. Uh, it's not like a volcanic or a traumatic rock that will impact the recovery with tons of iron. That's what we've seen in other projects. So that that the quality of the project and the uh, the quality of the ore lead to very high recovery.
0: That's great. You're right. I forgot to bring that up. It, 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 the news here is the permitting and you're ready to go and all of the stuff on the the quality of the asset you know has is in your is in your uh presentation deck which we'd encourage viewers to to review but the the fact that it's higher recovery you know it's a little bit more expensive but it's less waste it's a cleaner you know it's very high esg profile from the fact that you're using so much more of the material and then of course you know you got the, the hydropower and all the, the the greenness of Quebec. Do you plan to do an LCA, a life cycle assessment?
1: Uh, we are uh, working on you know that journey, I will say, and uh, we're making a lot of progress, and that's part of our plan.
0: Very good talking to you, and uh, well, to be continued.